0: We've been talking about summer strategy a little bit over the past couple of weeks. And one of the things I always recommend, especially for coaches, well, players and coaches, but in this case, I'm talking about coaches, is that you take a year-end inventory, figure out what went right, what went wrong, and that can cover a lot of different areas. One area could be, um, you know, was there cohesiveness among the coaching staff? Did, were all the coaches on the same page with each other? And were the players on board with the coach's philosophy? And did the parents buy into what the coaches were trying to put forth? Um, so there's a lot of stuff that I think can be looked at, can be analyzed, and figure out if there need to be changes made or improvements made for the coming season. And uh, so one of the areas that I always recommend is taking a look at the schedule. How did your schedule look? Um, were you good with the number of games? Were you good with the number of practices? Uh, were you good with the types of games? Uh, were there enough tournaments, stuff like that. Now, um, on the Weiss Tech Facebook page, there was a conversation that, uh, that went back and forth with, uh, me and one of our readers, uh, Patrick Gaffney, great guy. We've actually gone back and forth quite a bit over the last few months and just discussing coaching strategy and stuff like that. One of the really neat things about online coaching or I guess rubbing shoulders with other coaches online is you you bounce ideas off each other and you share experiences. And so this is one I, I don't think he minds because he posted it in a public place. So I'm just going to take it. I'm giving full credit to him on this though. Um, but it was a really interesting concept, really interesting strategy that I, I'd actually never thought about it in these terms before. Um, but it kind of Dovetailed with the previous soundbite where we were talking about, you know, whether or not it's appropriate for, uh, you know, a travel hockey player to play house league, and in that soundbite you can listen to it if you want. But we talked a little bit about, you know, what makes for for effective development in terms of competition. So here's where we get to Patrick's comment, which I think was fantastic, and it's something that I think um, could be implemented, uh, and and. Probably beneficial for a lot of coaches is the strategy that his team took, or has taken, um, with uh, scheduling. And so, basically, what they did was at, at one point they basically took their team out of you know all their leagues and everything, and just basically handpicked games. And their intent by handpicking games throughout the course of the season was uh, they their goal was to be a 50-50 team. So you know, 500 500 team, Uh, half the games will be wins and half the games will be losses. So they wanted to have a very consistent caliber of play that they were playing against with some teams that they knew going in would be better than them and some teams that they knew going in um, should be beatable if they played their game. And basically, you know, intending to, uh, you know, to have a a 50-50 season. And I, I really liked that idea. Actually, um, you know, and he told me, he said they weren't Mickey Mouse games either. You know, we went with uh, with top caliber teams. Um, but the intent was to pick teams that would be, you know, pushing, pushing their players uh, and and try to split that mark down the middle where, uh, you know, you you win some and you lose some and you, you are the calibers uh, appropriate to where you win, learn from your wins and learn from your losses so I liked that. I thought that was kind of a neat idea, um, and I, they did it for a number of years. I can't remember exactly how many years, but you can go check out the Facebook page if you want to read the entire post uh, or his entire comment. But uh, they did it for a number of years, and this most recent season, um, he said that it, it has worked really well. And this most recent season, they, uh, they took the team to nationals. So, you know, it's working. It's, uh, you know, it's neat. But I, I really liked that philosophy. I thought that was a neat Approach, um, and you know because to to make it happen they had to make some sacrifices and adjust some of the ways that things were being done so that they could have more control over who they were playing against. Um, but you know, like I said, I think that's I think that's a pretty decent place to be as far as development goes, where you're constantly being pushed with uh, you know knowing that if you if you play your game you're going to win some you're going to lose some learn from the wins learn from the losses. And then one thing I would probably add to that, and I'm sure that these guys were doing it, um, is keep tabs on your losses, you know, keep tabs, you know, when, when you lose a game and then you play that same team later down the road, maybe play that same team, you know, three or four times a season track. Did you improve against them? Was a score closer and closer each time? Did you, you know, maybe you started off losing by three, then halfway through the season, you lost by one. Did you end up beating them by one? You know, were, were you narrowing the gap each time and improving? Um, so, like I said, just kind of a little tip, but one that I really liked from uh, from Patrick. So, thanks, Patrick, for, uh, you know, for always keeping tabs on the on the content. And I uh, love the stuff that, uh, that you're, I love your comments and, and everything else. So, that's it for today. Have a great one, and we'll talk again soon.